Utah Jazz withdrawals are gone. What a Se- game. What a game. Season opener last night. We're going to talk about it. You're listening to Jazz Beast. Thank you guys for being here. This is this is why we do this, to, to get the word out, and because we enjoy talking about the Jazz. I'm Jackson Stevenette. This is my good friend and co-host, Tyson Curtis, everybody. You're welcome. Um, what, what's going on today? Oh, man, I'm glad you guys are with us. We've got a lot to talk about. First off, season's o- season started, preseason's over, sorry. We've got two major contracts that have been announced this week that we want to talk about. A major event for the the Jazz and the entire state of Utah we need to discuss as well. And then, of course, opening night against OKC. Oh, baby. It's Hold on, baby. It's going to be an exciting time. Um, before we get to that... Follow us on social media. Yeah. We need some 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 input. What what can we do better? We're new at this. Um, you guys, you guys know better than listeners. we do. Obviously, you're obviously new listeners for to our podcast. Right. <laughs> so hit us up, message us. We're, we'll reach out to you guys for sure. We'll reply to you. We need some feedback. We, we need love to know. we love positive feedback as well. Right. Um, I'll handle the. Yeah, we'll, we'll handle the negative as well. Maybe we'll get our get our. Get our wives to look at that before we we see it. Yeah, they'll screen them for us. Yeah, right. Yeah, or our so, moms. Remember, we, we would love to hear moms. from everybody. Um, hit us up um, and follow us because uh, we'll keep you updated on new episodes and yeah, we're jazz all every, beats we're on news. everything: Instagram, Facebook, and the the tweet one, and the tweet the bird. Yeah, the uh, Trump's uh, mic. Right, Trump's open mic. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> jazz beats. Look us up, guys. Join us. Before we get to the game last night, let's talk about kind of news around the, the right. Jazz. Right. Um, two big contracts got extended. Um, first one being our coach, Quinn Snyder. Baby. He said, I love what he said. He said, it makes me sick to think of anybody right. else coaching this team. I did see that quote. And uh, and they also said there was a special connection with him Like as soon as he started coaching for the Utah Jazz. And to be honest, I would hate to see him on the sidelines It'd with be weird. any other jersey sitting on his bench. It it'd would be, be it'd weird. It would be crazy. I'd feel bad for him, but I'd be weird to me because yeah. I love him with the Jazz. I do too. I just love it. It just wouldn't be the same not seeing that crazy right. Uh, right. And we um, had lots of co- I mean, intense guy. Jerry Sloan, and then we kind of went through a, a, a series of the, the, the short, Dark Ages, you can call them term. that. What was the it's guy? Ty Tice. Corbin. Um, Ty Corbin. Yeah. Yeah, we can call it. We, can, we kind of tend to forget about those times. It was, right. it was I, a rough I, time. I think I did that intentionally. But <laughs> the, the long story short is the Jazz love to have a long-term loyal coach. I yes. mean, that's in our franchise history. Yes. And I think Quinn Snyder's on board with that. And I'm excited to have him six years already. How long Jeez, has it's been that long? With the Utah Jazz. Six wow. Seasons. Six seasons. It's wow. incredible. Right. Yeah, I hope he continues, and we love him. We love you, Quinn. Yeah. Uh, the other one. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Come on. Okay, my You're bad. supposed to do the oi, oi, oi. He'll figure it out, guys. I know a bunch of you listening uh, did the oi, oi, oi with me. I we do have some that. Australian listeners. I noticed that. R- really? We have like 1% of our listeners are from Australia. Fair income. <laughs> Bloody earth, mate. Welcome aboard, so, mate. We are so lucky to have Joe Ingles. Four, um, what's he, $14 million for... Yeah, he just signed year. an extra year on his contract. Right. So he will be with us for the next three years for sure on right, his contract. Because he only had two, and then we've, we've added right. on the extra year. Um, which, why would he want to leave after we win the championship two years in a row, right? It'd be crazy. 
<laughs> right. Let's that's, talk that's in two what's years. Right? Oh, right. <laughs> no. Um, kind of on a personal note, my wife was asking me. She says, "I want, a, I want a jersey." She said, "We, we got these season tickets. I'm going to be going to games. I need a jersey." And she right. says, "Who's, who's going to be around the longest?" So I got looking up contracts, and and everybody's contract was up after after 21. next year. Right. Yeah. So two more years. Right. Right. Donovan's is up. Rudy's is up. Right. Conley's is up. We've got to do it in the next two years. Yeah. And so and Ingles is up. Ooh. And I said, I don't, I don't know. They're all up after two years. So she's just kind of rolling her eyes, didn't know who to pick. Excellent. And then the next day, <laughs> shut your mouth, Tyson. <laughs> The next day, Joe Ingles extended his contract, so I got her an Ingles jersey. Hey, well, that was the first jazz jersey I bought with in the last five years. Joe Ingles, baby. We're so lucky to have so him. So kind of awesome. He's a fun guy. Okay, what's going on in, in, in 2023? Exciting news, Tyson. NBA All-Star in Salt Lake City, ladies and gentlemen. It has been 30 years. Right. Since the All-Star Game has been in Salt Lake. And in 2023, it's coming back. So book your hotels now or <laughs> buy a property in Airbnb at just that one weekend alone. It'll be fantastic. That's huge. That's I awesome. Mean, I'm, we know the commissioner came last season. It was during the game that uh, David Stockton was playing. Yeah. And John Stockton was there and the com- NBA commissioner was there. It was kind of like a high-profile night at the yeah. Vivint Center. And they were checking out the new arena. Yeah. Because all the whistles and bells had been tied up and everything was running smooth over there. And I think the commissioner thought, these jazz fans... We got to bring them. We have the best fans. Maybe it's because the fans are all stars. The the fans. I love our fans. You were at the game last night. Absolutely. How was real preview? How was the crowd? The crowd was great. They were, you know, it was an emotional ride with Mike Conley. Uh, The girls in front of me, they were very animated (laughs) and uh, they really wanted to send positive vibes to Mike Conley. They weren't working, but the crowd loves the jazz and even though even though Mike Conley struggled every time he got the opportunity we were all behind him everybody was there and the, the fourth quarter we were still on our feet the first yes. game of the season the jazz fans were on their feet it was a close game it was exciting yeah a lot of fun it was anyways all-star game 2023 it's gonna be so much fun and, and really it's oh, yeah. like a week-long event now yeah this the season comes to a stop for about a week and it's it's a big deal you have a bunch of high-profile names going to the going to the all-star games right some celebrities maybe it'll be a good time Absolutely. in Salt Lake City yeah I mean you know even if you're not a jazz fan you, you're a fan of the sport this is the this is the spot to be it's gonna be a lot of fun big names big names it'll be fun okay last night just a quick recap. Jazz beat the Thunder in opening the opening night, uh, 100 to 95. Right um, at home. So exciting stuff. Can I just say I, I have a an analogy. You know how when you're when your kids do something that's that's pretty cool, and you get that that flourish of proud dad moments. Yeah, baby. You get that good feeling. Yeah. It kind of gets you the jitters. Right. I feel that when I'm watching the Jazz now, and it's your baby. awesome. They're your my baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now that the season has start, this is this is the most anticipated I've ever been for a Jazz season. Uh, I love oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. Fans are coming back to the Jazz. I mean, there's a lot of hype this year, and and there should be because we've got a lot yeah. of opportunities, a lot of good players, and everything is in position for us. And I keep saying it to be a championship team. I got to say it. It could happen. Yeah. What were your thoughts on OKC first off, 
OKC's not as bad as I was expecting. No, I, I know they're not very deep, but... They're not deep. That's their only disadvantage. Right. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, if oh, I'm he's saying that right... beautiful stroke. He's the an up-and-comer. The way he shoots the ball... Babyface guy, he looks young, but he is—he's got a great second shot. year in the league. He was—he was awesome. He tore us up at times. Um, Chris Paul is Chris Paul. Yeah, you hate him, but he's—he's he's he's, good. Here's the thing about Chris Paul. Um, he is full of tricks, and every time he gets the ball, I get concerned. I'm like, oh, my, oh I don't like him having the ball. I just <laughs> like he—he he gets the ball and he. He gets fouled, but the refs don't call it, or he's upset he didn't get the call. He wants the ball back because he's gonna. He's like, okay, I'm gonna find a way to get a foul called, and he did that twice in the game last night. I was like, he's gonna draw the foul, and he does every single time. He's, I know. He finds a way. He learned in Houston. I think it's gotta be every, playing a lot hard. He fell out of the beard. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> he did. Anyway, he's full of tricks, and it always worries me when he has the ball. Yeah, he's a threat. He's, he's a real one threat. of those guys that'll do whatever it takes to win. He'll or to fi- succeed, and he'll figure it out. Whether it's a little bit towards the cheap side, he oh, doesn't care. No, no, no. If he's getting away with it, he's doing it. He wants the W. And I can't stand the guy, but I think a lot of that is because he's so good. Yeah. He's got a high IQ right. on the court, and that's, right. it's, you know, so, you give it to him. Oh, listen, OKC, the Jazz assistant coach mentioned the other night that he thinks that they're an underrated team because of the skill level. With their guards, they yeah. have they have great, great guard support all around the perimeter. They can all shoot, they can all drive, they can all handle well. But like you mentioned, it's their depth on the bench that's going to hold them. Right. Back. They had three guys score in the twenties, um, and one one guy off the bench scored twelve. And after that, really nobody scored right. the basketball. Um, yeah, they're they're a lot better than I. It was surprisingly closer than I thought. Based yeah. on their performance and ours, I I really thought the lead would have been. The Jazz substantially the entire game, but somehow they stayed in it. Yeah, I think it was more us underperforming at times. And we can still win. Yeah. That's a main point that we'll have to talk about. There were some players that really, on our team, didn't have fantastic games. Yes. And wait until they turn it on. Let's right? let's, let's talk it. about let's that. There's yeah, there's yeah. kind of two stories I want to really emphasize let's on last it. night. Mike Conley. Let's hit it. Talk let's to hit. me about Conley. What are your what are your thoughts? You know, we all just wanted the ball to go in the hoop. I don't know what <laughs> it was. It was so close every time. In the rim, out, bounce, break. I mean, he's he's just a margin off, and I don't know if it's the hype or the pressure or the the, I don't know what it is. If it's just in his head, we all know he can play. We all know. Right. He, and he never, he didn't make a lot of turnovers. You know, he held the ball well. He passed the ball well. Yeah. He just hasn't got used to shooting at a 10-foot hoop at 7,000 feet elevation <laughs> in Utah. got to be it. I can't think of anything else. If you guys are just catching up, first of all, shame on you for not watching the game. <laughs> um, but Mike Conley kind of... A lot of hype been around him. Everyone's been so excited to see him. Goes one for 16 in his Jazz debut. That is 6% and shooting. Over <laughs> 6 from 3. And he did not not get looks. He got a, three or four of those threes were wide open. He had a lot of his, his, his signature right-handed floater that he makes time and time again. He missed all those. He, he struggled from the get-go. Ended up with five points. Had some... Crucial th- free throws down the stretch. Did you see? You were at the game. They yeah. showed it on TV. Did you yeah. see his free throws? 
Yeah, and and at the end of the game when he made that first one, he just put his hands up in the air and was like, give me some love, Utah. Come on, I made a basket. And it looked like they did. And we did. Oh, oh. And the whole crowd stood up and they cheered him on. He made the next one. And you know what? That I was a little bit concerned with him the entire game. I mean, he at, up until the very last foul shot, he had more personal fouls than points on the board, which that's a no-no in any <laughs> any sport. Anyway, when he did that and he was able to smile and accept the fact that he wasn't having the best game, but he still wanted our love and he still fed off of us, you know, to, he needed it. He needed some feedback he from did. the crowd and we gave it to him. And I just think that that shows a lot of integrity and a lot of personality. And in the end, that's what the Jazz fans want in their players. Yeah, I think it's going to calm his nerves maybe too. I don't, I don't know if... if professional athletes at that level get nervous but they've got to yeah I mean it's the Utah Jazz fans I mean we're the best in the league <laughs> right. world I mean sorry but just the fact that he could have such an abysmal night and the the Jazz fans still practically had a standing ovation for the guy for hopefully settles him in and he's not so worried about living up to hype anymore right we're, we're behind the Mike man. if you're listening and I know you are um, <laughs> Mike we're with you a hundred percent listen if you want to have a one for 16, 6% shooting. I get it. I do that all the time. It's no big deal. I play that way. People still like me. Tyson most of does. Um, get that but, way. <laughs> but Mike, we know that you have the skill. You're going to blow it up. And the game that it comes together, oh man, I can't wait. It's going to be a piece of art. Donovan Mitchell, by the way, oh speaking a piece gosh. of art. We're witnessing like superstardom in the making. When he dunked over Adams, that ball, I swear, touched his shoulder. Right at the end of the half. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. He he's we've talked about for the last few years, we don't have a a a guy that can just take over and, and be that superstar. We don't have that superstar. He's he's almost there. Like he is Dude, unbelievable at his age and just Oh, I, I words can't describe. I've got the chills, yeah. people. If you couldn't see, I, I, I have the chills talking about Donovan Mitchell. He's a, it's incredible, and and when you when you know he wants to make the play, he does, and you can just see it. And he's his turnaround, his layups, his hang time, his bounce. Oh, by the way, I want to talk about this. He's got this new tactic. I'm going to layup. If you watch this, he'll come from the right side, float past the hoop, and shoot it. And if there's a body on the uh, under the hoop. He'll get the foul, and if there's not, he'll get the rebound on his shot. He yeah, did it twice he last up. night, and he would get yep. the rebound and get the board and get the shot. Now, if there's not a player there, he'll always get it, and if there is, he goes to the foul line. Twelve rebounds last night, including five offensive. Probably three of them were his own. Yeah, and he put it back up on the yeah. board. And so, to me, that's 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 like uh, Chris Paul and the beard figuring out a way to make points and get him on the board. Donovan just does it with a little bit more class than those guys. And excitement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the thing I love about him is after a dead ball or, or when he's on the bench, he is smiling more often than not. I think he's having so much fun out there. And yeah. he has been so impressive. I know he's going to have off nights. It's just inevitable in this game. But right. yeah, he's he's our guy. I've, I've been on the, the side of... Rudy's our most important player and our best player, but more light, more nights like last night, and that's going to shift. Mitchell is unbelievable right now. If you are not watching the Jazz, you, you watch it for him. He is explosive. He is, he can shoot the three. He's smooth. He is smooth. He oh. is he is making better decisions than he has in the past, and he's controlled. Yes, you know he's not sloppy. 
He he was so fun last night. And, oh, and we finally have a guy. That, that he, is he's our, our ace in the hole. Yes. Like, he really is. And we yes. our three-point shooting the first half was... Was not good. Well, you couldn't even find it. I don't even know if there are stats. Even for the game, it wasn't that. it wasn't great. And, and I get that. About Bogdanovich, I still need that guy to. And he did get some points up, and I was glad yeah. for that. Even after his injury, and we, we may bring that up here in a little bit. But what I wanted to say was, as soon as the half was over, Donovan Mitchell comes out, pops a three, puts it in. Yep. First shot. Oh, we needed to see a three go in, and Donovan Mitchell's, he knows what we need. He knows what the game needs. He knows what momentum is needed and what to cause it. And he puts everything in motion, man. It's awesome. He does. He, he's, he knows when to take over. Right. And he knows and, when we need it. And to step back and to, yeah, 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 yeah I get that. Because he started off the game, he didn't take a shot in the first quarter, maybe one towards the end. He didn't take a shot right. for a long he was, time. He was, yeah. And ends up going 14 for 22. And when we needed him, he just clicked and said, okay, it's time. It's time. It's time, it's Thunder. Donnie's let's, time. let's go. And he just, oh, love everything about it. Can I bring up some close calls that we saw at the game last night? Yep. What were the two injuries? Bogdanovich went down with a, an ankle sprain. Right. Um, he did show up again in the second half. He started the second half. Yep. Right? I th- I, and I believe that that was his choice. I, From what I was able to read on reports, they could have sat him out. They recommended that he did so early on in the season. But he was determined to play, so yeah. I that shows a lot of character, yeah. and we like a guy who will fight. Yeah, I saw a lot of hustle from guys. Bogdanovich was one of them. Royce O'Neal dove on the floor. Oh my gosh! Almost got that steal at the end of the half. I love Royce. Um, Jeff that, Green was hustling. Heard, that's when he hurt his finger. Yep, he got up with a, with a yep injury on that. But so that's the other injury you're talking about. And he right, right. he came back from that. He did hit a big three in the fourth. Yeah, huge three. Good job, Royce. We'll have you on the show. We're going to continue to say that. Yeah, we'll mention that happens. every show. And then we'll talk about it every episode after. Right, right. <laughs> no, but Royce is a hustle player. And when you see him get checked in off the bench, you're excited. Right. Because you know the Temple's going to pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some of the new guys the Temple they brought to the game last night. Moutier. Moutier is is was awesome. Looked like Man. he deserved to be out there. He is strong. He's a body to be reckoned with. When he court. goes into the paint and goes up for a layup or a contest in the, at the rim, he goes up strong and he's running through people. He's and getting not, fouls not, and he finishing. Doesn't, he doesn't second guess himself. No. He's fun. Um, I thought Ed Davis held his own in there. He didn't get a lot of time. Jeff Green, it was solid. Didn't do a ton, but was solid. We have so much depth on this team. It's unbelievable. Ingles coming off the bench, did his job, did his role. Played some good defense, I noticed. He's the man. He is the man. Um, And then... Someone who probably got overshadowed last night, but played Tower. a huge role. The Eiffel Stifle Tower, Rudy right, Gobert. Right, you can't leave him out. You can't. First, first three basket attempts of Adams of the game, all three were blocked by Rudy Gobert. So, so Adams starts his season out getting blocked three times in a row in Swat Lake City by Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Swat Lake City, baby. <laughs> He does so many things that don't show up on the stat sheet. We did have 14 rebounds, was a plus 13 for the game, right. which is a team high. But things don't show up on there. He causes right. so much conflict for the offense when he's in there. Right. There's no statistic for fear of the paint. <laughs> right. But if there was, Rudy Gobert would be all over the <laughs> right. board. Because guys were in there, they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Rudy Gobert's in. How would you? What other options? I want to be the, I want that job. Sit on the sidelines up close and looking at their players' eyes. And just see and the saying, fear. Yep, there it is. Yeah. He, that's a, the, the Gobert factor. The There's Gobert the fear. Factor. There's one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
there anytime someone shoots over Gobert and makes it, I'm like, yeah, give him those points. Yeah, because uh, that's impressive. And I'm also like, how how did that go in? Right. I mean, he, he's huge. Could he even there. see the basket right. when he threw that? Right. Rudy was was awesome. He didn't score a ton. He had seven points. I do think we forced it into him a few too many times. I think right. Conley got a little excited about throwing lobs, and they got tipped a lot. Um, yeah, I did notice that. And they'll they'll dial that in. Right. They'll dial that in. Right. It's just, I think that's a communication thing. Yeah. As well, like you mentioned in the episode last week, and that can only improve. Right. I think that could have been a game plan from the Thunder, too, saying no lobs to Rudy. You hang back, you show a little bit on the ball handler on those screens, but we're hanging back and we're guarding that lob. Right. So we'll just have to tune that up and figure that out. But Rudy does so many good things on the offensive end, too. I saw a, a stat by David Locke. He says... And I don't know what kind of stat this is, if this is an official stat, but he said Gobert had 14 screen assists. Screen so we scored 14 assists. times on screens he set for 29 points. Wow, okay, that's that, that's that's is huge. That, is that a regular assist or a regular stat, or is that just something he's I don't know. observed himself? <laughs> I don't know. That's You know, I heard another new call I've never heard ever in my NBA okay. listening last night. Did you hear the illegal assist call last night? This sounds fun. I have no idea what this so is. So last night at the game... Um, they, an illegal assist. An illegal assist. Okay. So, I mean, some of you... I don't know. Have you, you guys... got my attention. Have I'm you listening. guys heard of that? So an illegal assist... I. I don't have the exact terminology in front of me, but they, we go down, we have to pass, we make the basket. They say basket doesn't count. This is the Jazz, and they call, blow the whistle, ball going the other way, an illegal assist. That's and me and everybody sitting around me are like, sorry, mm. what was that call? An illegal assist? It should be very legal to assist someone in making the basket. <laughs> Thank you very that much. That was a mistake. So yeah, the I, announcer or yeah. something. So I looked it up, and apparently. It is a lot like AFL, which is Aussie Rules Football League. An illegal assist is when you lift or raise a player to an elevated position so that they can get to the ball easier. <laughs> okay. Okay, so if you've watched AFL, they'll kick the ball and they'll lift their players up in the air so that they can catch the ball ab- above other people. Okay. And that's what an illegal like a, assist Like a leapfrog. Is. Yeah, thing. like like, yeah. You, like you like nudged your buddy up so that he yeah. can reach the ball or maybe he pushed off on his shoulder so that he could reach the assist and make the basket. An illegal assist. You can make an illegal assist. An illegal assist. assist. We're trying to look so, up the yeah, that official was, rules here. That was a different calling. I don't know if anybody caught that last night. What What's NBA.com got to say? A player... Okay, section 12 of the... the the violations and penalties, the official rule book here. I'm so glad people, you this is this. this is good stuff. A player may not assist a teammate to gain height while attempting to score. So that's what we're talking about? Yeah, I don't know. He could have even just jumped off his foot. I, I don't know. A, the, that's an assist. I've never that's seen an illegal that. assist. So whatever you guys are doing at home, your street ball, no illegal assist. If you plan to make mm-hmm. it to the NBA, you get to dial that in. Knock that off. Yes. Knock it off. Just stop. All right, just stop right now. <laughs> An illegal assist. That was a different call I've never heard of last night. Yeah. It was interesting to see. You learned something. We're, we're education, educational yeah, kids. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Your kids probably don't want to listen to us if we can't say educational properly. Right. No, interesting calls last night. Regarding officiating, I was talking to you about this earlier. The Utah Jazz had uh, more fouls called during our game than any other game last night that was played in the NBA. Right. The closest was one foul short, and that game went into overtime. There's 54 calls 
in a 60-minute game? Is it a 60-minute game? 48. 48 minutes. 48 minutes. Okay, so, I mean, that averages less than a minute. There's a, a whistle blown all the time. Even the guys in the red jackets who are, like, security at the tunnels. Yeah, who like, don't get to watch the game yeah. and have to have That's a scowl like torture, on their face. torture, right? Like, you know the guy who sits at the baseline yeah. and faces the crowd? He must hate basketball. They, Otherwise, why would you... That would be the hardest job in the world, right? I do know in his closet or somewhere he has like four signs that I've made that have been taken away. Taken, he's like, <laughs> so, sir, that's too large. That's not an A4 piece of paper. Yeah. That's 12 A4 pieces of paper you snuck in with 11 other people and taped them together. I usually get a sign <laughs> stolen or taken away from that guy when I go to the game. So, But that poor guy. Still yeah, feel bad for yeah that, would, that would not to be To hear fun. the whistle in the crowd stand, you can't turn around and look? Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting off topic here. A lot of fouls called. I think refs are, are tight at the start of the year because yeah, they've been so talked too. to for six months. They've been training. They've been going over all these points right. of emphasis for ref for officiating. So I think they're really on their toes yeah, and being and you tight. Know, it's their debut too. You think about it. It's the officiating's uh-huh. debut last night, their first night. Yeah. And and they didn't do any worse than Mike Conley did on his debut. <laughs> so <laughs> you they may everybody. have gotten more correct calls than Conley had correct. Uh-huh, that's one hundred percent correct. So. You're right on that. My bad, Mike. We love you. We still love. We're one hundred percent behind Mike. Don't don't let us fool you. We we know he's going to come good. We're going to have two superstar point guards out there. Eventually, they're going to come together. Right. Gosh, I love this season. It's it's going to be good. Let's talk about what's coming up. L.A. Lakers in L.A. this Friday. Huge game. Here we go. Now, this is a real bar setter, in my opinion. I think so, too. If we can really win L.A. this Friday in their home. Yeah, the Lakers, I mean, they're coming off a loss to the Clippers. Um, They're going to be fired up. The Clippers' defense is insane. They were relentless. It was crazy. They're scary. And they're coming to Utah next Wednesday, 8 o'clock. No Paul George. And they... They thumped on the Lakers. When's Paul George back? I think they're saying November, so I think... Fantastic news for Utah. Don't quote me, but he will be gone against our game. We will the win the Clippers with or without Paul George. It's just a different technique, but we can dial them both in. Next Wednesday at home. Oh, man. The Clippers. Clippers and Lakers within a matter of... Five days. Are we worried about Sacramento on Saturday? Sacramento's a breeze. Phoenix, welcome back, Rubio. So by the time next time we get together, we'll have seen um, the LA game in LA. We'll have seen the Sacramento Kings back in Salt Lake on Saturday night, which is back to back games by Friday night and Saturday night. So a little bit of travel, and that may wear us down for Sacramento. And then we get a couple days break, and we're back to Phoenix. And at Phoenix on Monday and Clippers at home on Wednesday. Man, and I'm, we, I'm going to that, baby. Yeah. I'm not missing that. <laughs> Don't. Dude. So that'll be exciting, guys. Don't forget, get us some feedback. Follow us. Like us. Subscribe. We want to hear from you guys as much as you want to hear from us, which is a lot. And as soon as we, as soon as we should set a goal right now for. Royce O'Neal? Well, yeah, oh, that's that's yeah. the okay. long term goal. <laughs> let's say, let's say a thousand listens on an episode, and okay. we give away tickets. A thousand listens on one episode, and we're giving away. We're giving away tickets to a game. Or, Tell your friends, subscribe to us, follow us on social media. How do how do they how do we pick the winner? I'll pick. Okay. <laughs> You'll just okay. All right. So be, also befriend Jackson online, so he'll pick you. 
Um, we do have some other giveaways that we want to do later. Maybe some hats. Maybe if maybe we can some get those organized. Jazz ties. We're definitely going to be doing some City Edition jazz ties, which are the best looking tie you'll ever wear. But I, I do think we need to do some Jazz Beats hats for our fans out there once yeah. we get a following. Maybe right. that'll be the 500 listeners episode. That's a great idea. And 500, a we're doing a hat. 1,000, we're doing two tickets. Um, so stay tuned. Yes. Keep listening. And thanks for being a part of our podcast uh, managing meeting right there <laughs> where we organized <laughs> our own goals. and where we make all the big decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, good luck, guys. See how we go. Thanks for tuning in. Friday, show your support. Um, Jazz season is among us. Have fun, everybody.